Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of a woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. Oh my God! Did we ever talk about this when we went out for dinner? You know, you do an impression, and I think I think sometimes you put something out in the universe, and then I catch it. (laughs) Herpes. When you're like, (laughs) when you're like, don't like that. Quit. So Marks and I went to, um, what's it called? The Hourglass Hourglass Tavern Tavern. before it closes. Right before it closes. So we went out for dinner. It's a shame that it's closing, Uh and we're sitting down, and we hear this table of four men and like one has taken the other guy's phone. And he's like, don't. Uh. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, he's it's making a joke. I thought at first I thought it was like Stuart from mad TV. Like, <laughs> let me do it. He's like, give me my phone. Uh, don't. Uh. Was it Chuck? <laughs> I mean, but it went on and it was like, you're like, how's your food? Do you want another? Because every time it happened, it, you like you couldn't believe that this is a real voice. That's a real person. It's almost like when you run into like a girl that does that baby voice, but that's her real voice. Oh, there's too many of those in the yeah. world. Anyway. My God, did you make friends with him? No, I was. It was like you couldn't even, like you couldn't even talk. And that man was Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> That's correct. Wow. I, He's a dope. It's, it's like when, whenever, because whenever you and I go out to eat together, we just have terrible luck. We are right. not meant to be in the same place at the same time. And last week correct. when we went out to lunch, the, the people who talk loud enough because they want the world to How's hear the chicken piccata? That's what it was. I, I work for myself. Ah, and he was so <laughs> New Jersey. He wanted everybody in that goddamn restaurant to know that he was there that he was in in control that he was in charge of the room i just i i i know those people and they need to oh, fill a hole in their bodies and life and they can do that with two crispy creams and an ass between them but that guy was talking and it was just at that timbre that makes you sit upright it's like the brown note it makes your ass pucker and it just makes you do one of these. It's like running after TCBY. You're like, this is a great idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. We're not going to get there today. We don't. We, we, I don't want to make you move any more than you have to. Same. You're comfy, cozy. Same. You look like Roy Rogers. Looks like you just got off a, a horse. Is that what it feels like? Yeah, a little bit. I can't believe they put you under for that. That general anesthesia will just knock a bitch off their tail. I just remember saying, your office looks a lot different than mine. And that was the last thing you said before you went out? And then I was like, God, my neck hurts. And then I woke up. And then they're like, how do you feel? I said, how do my tits look? She's like, what? (laughs) It's not okay for you to be that sharp coming out in general. Tell me that you... Before she, before you went under, you were like, "I need a really good line to come out," because uh, if I'm going to come out of the gate after waking up from from surgery, I mean, I was so nervous, but then I was just like, and she's like, "You're you're you're what?" I said, "My my breast enlargement. Does it look okay?" And she's like, "Oh God." <laughs> okay, so she caught on. She caught on. I I am such a champ that I fainted before they knocked me out. Oh. Yeah. yeah. 
I had like, to get. I guess we don't have to do anything. Uh, yeah, they should have just done it right there. But but she woke me up. My doctor woke me up. That wasn't okay. That's not. If you don't give me anything, water, nothing, and you schedule a surgery for ten forty-five, I can't help you. You know, I wake up at like five. I have to go work in the fields. I'm constantly surprised when I get a text from you early in the morning. <laughs> I mean. It's a I'm like, what is she doing? Oh, what is she hanging from the ceiling like a bat? Why is she awake? <laughs> I do. I have to get up before the sun comes up. Otherwise, I'm like, it's it's like twilight, and I glisten in the sun, and I'm hot. Where everybody's sexy in Twilight Land. Um, I don't know about that. No, I just wake up before the sun comes up. It's Why? A thing. Do you have to pee and you can't get back I'm to bed? I'm a nervous person. I think my anxiety is always at a... Have you thought about getting a pill for that? Yeah, but then where's the fun in that? Why regulate like, Well, then what happens emotions? if they fix me? Then what's wrong with <laughs> I don't want to do that. Sugar just did to her. I'm still thinking of a Krispy Kreme. You're talking. Have another one. Stop it. Never. I have never in my life had two donuts back to back. Put those things away, you drug dealer. You pusher. Hey, hey, you got Krispy Kreme, girl? Drug pusher. Hey, hey, come come into this uh, into this alleyway. I got some Krispy Kreme for you, girl. I put the glaze right in you. That's, well. That's actually my mother's dream come true. I'll put the the glaze on you back. Hey, Marcus, come here. I'm going to put the glaze right in you. Oh, Christ, let's no. get into this mess. Speaking <laughs> of being covered in glaze, everybody, take your donuts out of the fryer and welcome to Dear Pod, the Comedy Advice Podcast. I'm your host, Don't, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, give me my phone. Uh. When I do that, it forces him to put that story before. I like that. Welcome. I like that. Uh, and whoa, who are you? And I'm your favorite drug addicted housewife, Kim. Oh, I almost said Fields. I almost did too, but I've already said Kim Fields. Okay. Keep We're recycling. just going to scroll through the Kims. There's a lot of them out there. Yeah. Cattrall, uh, Richards. Well, you just said Kim's Richards. a mescal. Oh, classic. We need to scroll through the figure skaters is what I'm saying. So we are coming to you today from the Mahaabar and the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Oh, can I hear it? Saturday, Donnie, is Shabbos, the Jewish day of rust. That means I don't work. I don't drive a car. I don't fucking ride in a car. I don't handle money. I don't turn on the oven. And I sure as shit don't fucking roll. Shabbos, Shabbos. That should have won an award. John Goodman in Big Lebowski should have won an award. Shomer Shabbos! What is that from? Big Lebowski. I almost forgot that he was in it. Oh, the dude. I have turned into... Well, that's not him. No, I know, but I'm just saying in general. The dude in Big Lebowski has been me for four months. Hmm. And I had a meltdown. That would explain the beard. Well, naturally. I just let it grow. And the boobs. Thank you. Uh... I had, you know when your inner child is a douchebag and you just tell them to shut the fuck up? No. I had a meltdown yesterday. Because I have like one every two weeks. Sure. And if it if I don't have one in that two-week mark, it will back up on me. It's like a release. But I said the words, I like pandemic Aaron better. Huh. I like the version of myself in this pandemic. Not, not the kind that's like, I think I'm going to sit around and shove some chili in my face and oh, watch look, TV. I just found a Cheeto in my crack. Yeah. I'll eat it. Uh, I'm not too proud. That's fine. 
But like that. Flaming hot. That like letting it go version of me and going, well, fuck it. The worst has already happened. What else can happen? I like her. First of all, you're not allowed to say what else can happen because it'll happen. I know. Like, I'm aware. Oh, what's that smell? Half of your house is on fire. I know. Oh, knock on wood. Oscar? What? That's the name of the guy. <laughs> Who died in this chair? Not in the chair, but in the area. He's stuck in the chair. Yeah. It's kind of like... Tell him we have his mail. <laughs> I'm doing it right now through my ass. <laughs> what if that was you? As a psychic, like that was, <laughs> you guys, I'm going to a medium so that I can communicate with my people from the other side. Here's the thing about this medium. He talks out his ass. Wow. That's the, that's the medium. And it's just me. Um, like you're a medium because you expect like crystals and it's, it's just me with this orange t-shirt and hat on and glasses. Are you getting a read on anybody? Hold on. No, I'm sorry. I just had surgery, and I, I'm me... just passing some. I'm just trying to control my bowel movement. Oh, wait, no. Your mother says hello. What? <laughs> Your mother says hello, and I'm low on fluids. <laughs> That's for me. That's not for you. Look, if I just have one more cup of coffee, and I... Your grandmother's standing behind you. Are you Are you getting a message? No, I can't tell if I'm going to... If I'm going to shart or if I'm going to fart. <laughs> oh, okay. But also your mom says you look terrible in, in prints. Wow. What? Wow. And this day, like all days, we are passing. We are passing through some old school advice for new school problems. <laughs> Let me just tell you right fucking now. You have said four trigger words. Exactly. And I don't know if you're doing it on purpose because now I have to go to the bathroom. Are you really? Like I'm encouraging it. Is it happening? Oh, God, not this one down here. Spare us. We have options. If that thing follows you down the stairs. Oh, my God. Yes. Squats. Squats. Uh, We are bringing you old school advice to new school problems. This week, like every week, we are regurgitating. We are ingesting. We are passing. We are processing uh, all of your advice questions. So please email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com. Find us on your socials at dearpodofficial. And, uh, of course, give. Give. Encourage our colon to open up by giving to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash dearpod official we love you we lean into you do you want to share with the group okay wow that i'm so impressed you know in young frankenstein when madeline khan finally has sexual release Mm -hmm. that's what i almost screamed that down the stairs oh Oh, sweet mystery of life i finally found you at last i found you thank you that's for you. Is that because of the general? Like you couldn't poop because the general? Correct. That just like when I had shoulder surgery, I couldn't, um, I couldn't, uh, well, my lover knows this. When you're, when you have this pumping through you, you're stopped up like a. <sighs> like a cork in a champagne bottle. Yeah. And then when it comes out, you don't even have to push. Oh, that's so nice. Based on the novel Push by Sapphire. Anyway, um, let me fuck you here. So I watched the Paris Hilton documentary yesterday because I was a little sedated. So I'm like, 
what else do I watch? So I'm like, and everyone's like, this is so like earth shattering. And literally for like an hour, I'm waiting for like the big reveal, right? Because everything's like, no one understands. And no one understands. My life is hard. And then like, I'm literally like, well, what is it? Like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like if you never saw, if you, if you were watching Jaws and Jaws doesn't show up to the last five minutes and it's actually Dory from <laughs> Finding Nemo. You're like, that's it. I waited two and a half hours for this. Yeah. What I'm was like, the big reveal? The big reveal. Like, I mean. Give it, uh, you can. No, I know, but alert. this might, I know. But so there is like, so apparently she was like terrorized in these camps or she went away to like. Um, like like behavioral camps, right? But what they there are there's a lot of pieces missing. Like what they don't say is they don't tell you like why. Like she's like I partied a lot. I'm like okay. It's like so you went to a club, but they never said like she went to a club and did like ecstasy and cocaine and like drank her face off. They never mention that. They just say not. that she just like went out late and that was like that was it. So you're like, well, then why? I don't understand. Like, you're missing a part of the story. There's no struggle here. Right. There's nothing we're cheering for. So I don't know if they're not allowing that part of the story. And because so then she goes to this, like, like, you know. She went to rehab. She went to like, no, she went to like scared straight. You know, when they're like cutting down trees and like, you know, making license plates and all this shit. And you're like, but I don't understand why you're there. Because it doesn't seem so. like you broke out of the house a couple times. Like I don't under like I didn't understand the like this in this intense need to get Paris out of the house. So at one point she gets abducted. Oh yay! Because her parents want her to be abducted, which I think is always a good idea. Excuse me, wait. <clears throat> her parents arranged an abduction. Right. You know, like one of those, like in the middle of the night, like we're gonna kidnap your kid. That is when and... you have too much money. When you just actually, well, I what... would just want her abducted for real and gone. But let me like. We're going to kidnap your kid in the middle of the night. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And um, probably for a lifetime, they will be traumatized by, by being kidnapped and watching you watch us kidnap her and you're not doing anything. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How much is that going to cost? Yeah. How much is that? Is that okay? $50,000. I'll come give you $75,000. Can, can you come after the heart-to-heart reruns? Great. Okay. <laughs> perfect. Look, just do it in the middle of the night because I just want to be asleep. Yeah. That's... I mean, I, I was going to make popcorn. Do you think she'll wake up? <sighs> so... So basically what happens, they kidnap her. She sees her parents looking at her like, like you know, whatever. And then they're all shocked as shit when they find out, you know, like, oh, things aren't so great in abduction camp. Like sometimes they hit you and sometimes they, they don't say like they've sexually been sexually molested. They've just said like they've kind of been like abused, but the, nothing seems, I mean, I went to like a, uh, like a, a pre like an all Catholic high school where you're like you have to stand kneeling on a hardwood floor with your arms stretched out with Bibles in either one of your hands. Oh my god, that's that must difficult. Be so good for your triceps. so if you're an uh, if you're an upper right so if you're an upper east sider and she's like yeah so what they made me do is they made me wear rayon for like six days. I chafed. Okay, yeah, right. I didn't have my La Mer cream with me. Here's the other thing. There's so there's just so many little things in here that like you're not really like I'm like I don't give a shit about the story. You're like wait a minute, this is your fucking house. It's as if like you know like when a new housewife shows up mm-hmm. and like you and she's like she has new money mm-hmm. and they walk you through it and it's like here's a giant like you know 
five foot picture of her smoking a cigarette. Here's one with a jaguar. Here's her eating a goldfish. Here's her playing ping pong. And all these pictures of themselves. Uh-huh. And like, so like the first like 10 minutes, she's like, no one really knows me. And it's not, it's really not the image. But then you're walking, they, you're walking through her house and there's an entire wall filled with all of her shitty magazine covers, like FHM and Maxim and all that stuff. I'm like, if that's not what you are wanting, then why are you reflecting it back at you throughout your entire house? Also. Oh my God. This is the best monologue I've ever heard. Also, yeah. she's like, I don't need any of this stuff. And then it's like, so they have the pictures of herself and then like neon lights that are plugged in with the with the cords hanging down all the way down to the socket, which if you're a gay man, you know, like, how did you not, if you have all this money, why don't you have an electrician to hide the fucking cord? I don't understand that. She's a broken mirror in her bathroom. Which is, it's like, it's like watching someone with too much money who's also a hoarder and a pack rat that goes to QVC and has shit everywhere. Britney Spears. But like, not like hanging, but just like in piles everywhere. So like Mariah Carey, you walk into her closet, there's like black, white, yellow, red, stiletto, shoes. Everything's organized and perfectly put away like an Oprah closet. Yeah. This is like, you went in to the back room of Claire's before they, while they were doing inventory. And it's just like in clumps on the floor, Claire's Boutique. And yet they don't have somebody on the staff that organizes. Because these people have multiple staff members. Right. But also what they want to let you know is that the Hiltons, there are eight children and the first five got a ton of money and the last three didn't. And that would be Paris's parents. So Paris really didn't have a lot of money. I'm like, let me get this straight. You went to a private school. Your nickname is Star Growing Up. You've been abducted. Let me, if you don't have any money, being abducted means you're being abducted. Like, like, end of story. We will not come back. Yeah. Sexual trafficking. Yeah. Your parents see you the next morning on the, on the milk carton. Goodbye to your kidneys. Right. Mm -hmm. They don't pay someone to abduct you. If you have the money to have your own child kidnapped and taken away to a camp. This is also like, She's been to like six different camps and like, I ran away. Oh my God, she's only worth 300 million. Oh my yeah. God, she's got nothing. She also takes responsibility for being the first influencer. And she's like, I, it's like a monster I created. Yeah, it is. you did. You cannot put the genie back in the bottle. Yeah. She's like, and like all these people just trying to find the right filter. I'm like, you did that. <laughs> you did that. What Wait. are you fucking talking about? You're the one that did it. Like That's hot. Yeah. Like the way that you just made it sound as if it's not as if she's upset that she unleashed this monster onto the world, out to onto the world that you can't like bring back and we can't unlearn what we've learned. What it sounded more like was that they couldn't find the right filter. Like I like she's upset going like, oh, my God, all these people out there using Amaro when they should have been using Lark. I just. So but that's the, but that's the thing. She's like, you know, every, all these poor little girls like trying to find the right filter, and they're not like appreciating themselves. I'm like, let me get this straight. So we're not seeing a scrubbed down version of Paris because you just told us that you woke up, but clearly you went to Christina Aguilera's house and put on your makeup. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. and she's like, this is just me in my track suit, whatever. I don't know oh, why I'm wearing so all these casual. gowns. I'm like, I. If I weren't sedated a little bit right now, I would shit on that television if I could. <laughs> but and then I'd have a shitty television. To general anesthetic, 
I'm so glad that you're feeling Thank better. you. Oh my God, thank you. Don't. I already did all of our... Do- Give me my phone. Do the article. Oh my God. Well, this week's theme, we're jumping in. And by jumping in, I mean slowly relaxing. Slowly. On top of. Yeah. Just take it in. This week, take a deep breath. Inhale because our theme is smoking. (laughs) 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 I am so not a smoker. I am oh, so not a smoker. That's too bad. I mean, I told you about the time that I tried it once when I was in my room, and then I, I just threw the cigarette out the window because I panicked, and then I looked down to make sure that it went out, and Moth was standing underneath. <laughs> my mother was standing underneath the window, and she was like, don't let the pack fall out. And I was like, ah, it's so hard to be a bad girl. When you just don't let me be bad. Let me be bad. Just, just have someone fucking kidnap me. Don't. <laughs> Please don't. Where are my shoes? Oh my God, are you taking me to the Manolo Blahnik farm? What? Wouldn't you love to see what that camp is like? So, this week's theme is smoking. Smoking. The smoke. Smoke. Uh, this tells you the different time period that I grew up in. My father was a baseball coach and for Little League, and he had... <laughs> Uh, a co-coach, I don't know what you call him, like a side coach, a, I don't know, what a guy who coach stood purse. on him. Co- yeah, <laughs> he had a coach purse, and it was a clutch. And this guy's name was Barry, and he was a tall, lanky ginger. He looked like Larry Bird, but like swarthier, and he had a mustache, like didn't genuine Larry, 70s porn star. Didn't Larry Bird have a mustache? I think he did. Oh, he did, didn't he? Well, then there you go. He looked like yeah. a redhead. He go. was a ginger Larry Bird. He was not that far off. Yeah. And his name was Barry, so maybe he was moonlighting. <laughs> no, my name is Barry Blurred. <laughs> Blurred. <laughs> you uh, might I, know my cousin. I'm really Larry not good Bird. at like thinking off the cuff, you know? Um, and this is, the, there was a convenience store across from the, you know, field where they would practice. I almost just said rehearse. <laughs> Where they had play practice. Mm-hmm. And Barry gives me five bucks and he's like, can you go over to that convenience store and get me some Marlboro Reds? And it was the 80s. Five oh, it was such and a better the thing. thing is, you'd bring back change. I know. I like that that's what you took away from that is inflation. <laughs> Not well, the because- underage smoking I didn't even know. All I'm thinking is like, <laughs> I think the pack was like 325 or 350. I would so. love if I got it. Imagine if you had the opportunity to time travel and all you did was go back to buy cigarettes on the cheap or just anything. Not like, kill Hitler. Like, no. I'd be like, no, I just want a Diet Pepsi. <laughs> I want a Pepsi clear. Yeah. You, you have been gifted the opportunity with time travel. You get to go back just once and fix a mistake or help the world, mm. what are you going to do? Well, I'm, I'm definitely going to, I think I'm going to win the, the cola wars by saying it's Pepsi. Don't be fooled by Coca-Cola. And that's all? You're just going to drop into like the middle I'm of gonna a be Pepsi like, challenge? I'm going to be like Scott Bakula <laughs> in, uh, <laughs> in Quantum Leap and be like, it's Pepsi. And then I just vape. <laughs> that who said that and then somebody guesses pepsi and it changes the entire fabric of the future like there's no pandemic trump never existed suddenly it erases all the bad shit like coke isn't it (gasps) oh my god 
Coke is it? Na-na-na, One na-na-na, Pepsi na-na-na, challenge Coke could it? change the present. Yeah. I'm I just think, saying. Yeah. Well, in the 80s, kids had the opportunity to purchase cigarettes for other people, and nobody batted an eye. And I went over to that convenience store, and I threw down a five. My little ginger body was like, have a pack of Marlboro Reds, please. Nobody <laughs> questioned it. And with it, the leftover probably... money, I get a slush puppy. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have a pack of Marlboro Reds and a blue raspberry. Make it quick. Make it a double. <laughs> and then they just slide the blue raspberry down the counter, and I grab it, and I'm like, now where's my Marlboro Reds? <laughs> Thanks, Mickey. See you next week. That girl is so tough. <laughs> you walk out. Yeah, see you later. <laughs> I'll be back next week for the watch Mockley. <laughs> oh, unfiltered. Marlboro Reds and a blueberry, blue raspberry slush puppy. And oh, you know what was more dangerous? The slush puppy yeah. is worse for your health. Absolutely. Than a Marlboro, unfiltered Marlboro Red. I mean. Pure. I bleed like my throat bleeds. Just think of it. Think about that. Did you ever go? Did you ever smoke growing up, like for yeah. any regular period? Correct. What? Yeah. That seems funny to me, but yet I can picture you being like dry queen, just right out of college, fresh and fresh on the streets. I in smoked New York. in college. That's <sighs> fine. Yeah. I'm a dancer. I was more like Daria. Ah! I was like a gay closeted Daria. <laughs> well, for those of us, Daria who... was gay and closeted. Right, but she wasn't. <laughs> she wasn't a man, I don't think, and I didn't wear glasses. Oh my God, what? Okay, let's just get okay. to the fucking article. All right, okay, let's just, okay. We'll, we'll talk about smoking as we go along. So this week's theme is smoking. Um, I don't know, do you want to rest for a minute or you just want uh, to speak? Speak okay. to the people. Okay, here we go. I'll do an article. I mean, I guess I might as well. I was one of those late. <laughs> this is the ah. Miami News, Miami, Florida, July 23rd, 1980, Twiz Wednesday. Dear Abby, I can't stand cigarette smoke, but two years ago, I married a -a three-pack-a-day man. I knew it would be hard for Jim to give up smoking altogether, so I told him I'd appreciate it if he wouldn't smoke in our bedroom. He promised, and for a long time, he kept his promise. Then he started smoking in our bedroom regularly. One night, his cigarette rolled off the ashtray and burned a big hole in the nightstand. That did it. I finally said, okay, buddy. There are going to be some new rules around here. There'll be no lovemaking in the same room that you smoke in. Knowing Jim, I thought for sure that would cure him. But it didn't. Jim is still smoking in the bedroom, and I'm... Dot, dot, dot. Hungry for love. I think that was her tagline. And her, Oh, and her name. And her name. That was her sign-off. Clever. Gotcha. Clever girl. Clever girl. Dear Hungry... You overplayed your hand. Give Jim another chance to remind him of his promise and insist that he owes it to you to honor that promise. Should he quote-unquote forget, remind him and remind him and remind him. But never withhold marital relations as a means of punishing him. Uh Give it up. She's like, you can keep reminding, but you gotta fucking fuck him (laughs) so hard. You gotta fuck the smoke right out of him. I just picture it coming out his ears like a Looney Tunes cartoon. Jesus, Jim, your cum smells like smoke, and it tastes terrible. Ah, ah, ah! What 
are those Capri Slims? How did I get lung cancer? Oh, because he kept shooting his load inside me so deep. <laughs> Next up, the Moth Report. <laughs> and now let's call my mother. Now let's FaceTime my mother you while are. I'm passing this loose stool. <laughs> somebody smoke I, I don't understand the appeal of smoking in general but did you ever smoke while you're just like sitting in bed no sitting gross. in bed smoking it's the same thing with eating in bed you know how like they always like breakfast in bed feels like it's a big luxury i don't want to that's eat not a luxury that's I, fucking gross it's gross i feel like that you're in a hospital I, it, smoking in bed is the same thing as you ever see somebody smoking and eating in like 1980s movies where it's like, we're on Wall Street and we're busy. And ah, and they're exhaling as they're eating. Yeah. That's like sitting outside eating and a bus is just idling in front of you. Ninth Ave. Yeah. Basically I, anywhere I go to eat now. Well, yeah. I, I once ate on Ninth Ave and a guy decided that that was the place right in front of where we were sitting on the sidewalk to stop his car, open his car door, and give himself a pedicure. Sure. Right while, there. While he was smoking. I wish that I was like, do I have a case here if I call the cops on this guy while he was smoking? I can smell smoke from, like if somebody is smoking a cigarette five houses away, I yeah. know it's happening. And I start sneezing. I just want to go back. Can you imagine while he's giving himself a pedicure as you're sitting there eating and then just like unbeknownst to you... Like toenails are flying and they just land in your water and you're like, this, I can't believe this gulp. And you're like, that was sharp. I literally just felt a sh like a shiver just, go down my spine. <laughs> you're just drinking his toenail clippings. Stop it, stop it, Patrick, stop it. You've said some things before. I've said too much. That upset me and used the ML word combination, but this is the worst. That's the worst. You've, you've crossed the line. You've actually crossed the line today. You found it. What you if James it. was like, I want to make love, and while I do it, I'm going to clip my toe. Stop it! Stop! It's like Twister. <laughs> Making love, Twister, with a pedicure at the end. Stop with it. a pedicure release. Clip, clip, clip. I'm almost there. Clip, clip. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. clip, clip, clip. You've upset your husband now. Do you understand? We have I, I your husband in studio today to judge you. Or and reel you studio. in. And in studio. In studio. I, yes. I, I can't go on anymore about this. Well, then maybe we shan't. Maybe we shan't. I'm going on by reading an article from the Oshkosh Northwestern in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, May 2nd, 1967. Get ready. The title of this is a nice quirky rhyme. Her smoking is rebellion. Mother calls her hellion. Clever. Dear Ann Landers, last summer our daughter started to smoke at age 16. I hated to see that lovely girl with a cigarette in her mouth and I told her so. She ignored my request that she stop. I decided to take away her allowance and I did. She later convinced me that she needed money for necessities so I restored part of her allowance. Finally, I told her if she didn't stop smoking, I would give her only one year of college. She continued to smoke. Last week, I announced either quit smoking or you will get no college. Yesterday, I caught her smoking, and now I must make good on my threat. The girl is bright and talented. I am working full-time to send our daughter to college and would have to continue to work to send this one. 
That doesn't make any sense. But I worked my way through that sentence. Their father never made enough money for extras. I say if smoking is more important to this girl than college, I am a fool to work to put her through. God, why is this so? (laughs) Is there an editor? There's no editor in this. I uh, am slow winged out. I am. Please abduct me. I am job. What do you say? Signed, heartsick mother. Dear mother, in an attempt to win this battle, you have gone out on a limb and sawed yourself off. Moreover, you have violated two cardinal rules for raising children. One, don't promise or threaten that which you don't mean to deliver. Number two, make sure the punishment fits the crime. Unfortunately, your daughter is using cigarettes as an expression of rebellion, a symbol of her independence. But you won't solve that problem by by denying her an education. Go to her and say, I am opposed to your smoking because it is damaging to your health. It is a dirty habit and it is an expensive habit. I withdraw all threats, however, and I leave the decision up to you. Ian! What kid? (laughs) You know, abduct her and then send her to a rich person's camp where she's scared for approximately four days and has taken away her Gucci privileges. I'm not going to pay for school. Okay. Uh, But this is like, this is, this is me being an ignorant, like person. Like, I mean, some people really like education. I'm not very good at it. You're not. Did you go to college? You did, right? Yeah. I went to DeVry. (gasps) Oh, congratulations. HVAC repair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like also that like, like all of a sudden to say, this is bad for you, is really going to turn that kid around. Also, fuck me if I'm wrong, but how do you jump from, I'm going to reduce your allowance, which, what what is it, like $1,000 a week? I'm assuming. It to was then the 60s. college. Like, isn't there like, a, isn't there another, isn't there another one? Like There has to be a step between like, I'm going to take away your car privileges. Right. You're grounded. Right. Or. You can't fuck your uncle anymore. You can't get your man. <laughs> Well, don't do like. Let's not jump the gun here. That's a very good relationship. Uh yeah. I don't know. It's either no college or no twenty-five cents a week allowance. Like that's gonna stop her. And frankly, I wonder what she's smoking in the '60s. What was available? Didn't you roll your own back then? Cloves. I used to when I did try to smoke and be a badass. Was when I was dating a guy in high school who was goth. So I shaved half of my head. I dyed the other half maroon, Mm. and I smoked clove cigarettes in Harvard Square. Which I think is the worst type of cigarette for you. It is. It makes your throat bleed. That's why I was like, this should do the trick. Did he make your throat bleed? Ew, stop it! Do you understand that my mother listens to this podcast because she's on it? She should know. She contributed to this. (laughs) She should have had you abducted a long time ago and never returned. If I could have you stolen, Eric. We have to ask her about that today. We have to sing her happy birthday because it's her withdraw. It is a big day for the Moth Report today. But it's give me another big article. Day and a big day. De- here big, we go. Ste- Arizona Republic, <laughs> Phoenix, Arizona. Is it you're here? Is November 12th, 1965. I'm reading. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm listening. Dear Abby, my father makes his home with us. What? Dear Abby, <laughs> my father makes his home with us. He is 82 and getting senile. He can remember what happened 75 years ago, but he forgets what you told him five minutes ago. 
He has always been a habitual cigarette smoker, and since that since that is his only pleasure in life, we are not going to ask him to give it up. But here's the problem. He has burned about a dozen holes in the carpet beside his bed. He has also burned about 40 holes in the nightstand table. He has set the mattress on fire twice, and there are cigarette holes in all of the pajamas and his bathrobe, too. He will be the death of me yet. What can I do? I can't stand and watch him all day. Signed, Worried Sick. Dear Worried, he could not only be the death of you, he could be the death of himself and everyone in the house. Someone must control, someone must keep control of the cigarettes and matches and, and stay with him while he smokes. Otherwise, the ashes he leaves behind could be his own. Oh, that's actually a cheap way to cremate. I mean, I'm just taking a mental note. I mean, seriously, she's like, I'm going to be gone for a week. Here's the kerosene. Here's all the matches. Good luck. I've taken all the pictures and the jewelry out of the house. I'll see you in a week. Uh-huh. Wink, wink. Yeah. I'm turning my back now. I'll see if, you at Peterson's. I'm going to go, home. and if anything gets lit on fire, it's its own fault. It's fine. The moving truck, everything's in a pot on the lawn. Why? Your things are revolving around people smoking in bed, specifically. He lit the mattress on fire. How do you like that? I mean, you have to just sit there and let let it, but like, but that does takes this... a lot of work to light a whole mattress on fire. I mean, I would think it would go out. And I like that even after that, he's like, nah, let's go back in. I'm fine. Just flip it. These Virginia Slims aren't going to smoke themselves. It's kind of like just in a... flip it. You have to flip it every you know year, rotate it. It's kind of like that. Burn the other side. Uh, um, Christmas vacation. It was an ugly tree anyway. After he sets the tree on fire. Oh, I love that movie. I will. You smell something. Your hair's on fire. So good. And then that's a guy who's just trying to kill himself in a really elaborate way. Yeah, and make a buck. Uh, Me and Jules discussed cremation the other day because we did say, like, I don't know. We got on the topic of like life insurance. Sure. Like you Now's do. The time. Because nothing says happy anniversary like talking about where the papers are in the house. You've run out of topics. <laughs> so that's when the pandemic has gone on long enough when you say, you know what? Here's where the life insurance papers are. Good luck to you. Like we can either measure the size of our nipples or we can talk about life insurance. Oh, nipples. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it. If I had a nipple, nipples. nickel. <laughs> And, and he said, you know, I've got, there's a certain amount of money and that can go towards uh, cremation. And I was like, no, fuck, no. We have a fire pit. I'm not wasting <laughs> money no. on somebody doing this the right way. If I'm there's just, anything that we've seen from Stephen Avery, it's you just put it out in a pit. Barrel. Barrel in the, in the backyard. Breaking Bad has taught me how to v- dispose of a body. Yeah. Everything I need to know, I learned from TV. But we do have a fire pit in the backyard, and I thought I'd start with the feet. And when that gets, to, you know, you just sort of like, you know, feed it, inch them forward. Yeah, you exactly. Yeah. Like a like a paper shredder, you know. Secrets in the sauce, Sipsy. Oh, what's like that from? Fried green tomatoes. When everybody, I think, eats him. Ew! What? I've never seen that movie. I'm sorry. What? You're a gay that. man and you haven't seen fried green fucking tomatoes? I'm a proud gay man. I was too busy working out. Next time I go to the bathroom, I'm not going to flush. Next just time to I go to David Barton. <laughs> oh, remember David Barton. Oh, oh, R.I.P. I have another article for okay. you. 
And that's the final article. Oh, my God. We are just clipping We're through just this. Sucking. Oh, my uh, God. It must have been the Krispy Kreme. It must have been. I'm just feeling it. I'm, I'm just, I can't, I can't. All right. I'm doing an article. Are you ready? Nice clip. Yeah. Take two. The Pocono Record, Stroudsburg, Ooh. Pennsylvania, September 24th, 1964. Smoking is a dirty habit. Dear Ann Landers, the letter from Enslaved about cigarette smoking was one person's opinion. And now will you print mine? You keep insisting, Ann Landers, that smoking is a dirty habit. Why, I've been smoking since I was 17 and can see nothing dirty about it. I find smoking refreshing, relaxing, and pleasant. I have yet to burn a hole in anything. I understand you do not smoke and never have. How, then, can you have such definitive views on the subject? Thank you for answering in the column, if you are equal to it. Signed, E and H. What does that mean? Dear E and H, I've never been drunk, divorced, or committed a murder either, but I have some pretty definite views on those subjects, too. Smoking is a dirty habit, and perhaps the best authorities are those who do not smoke. Non-smokers can be objective about the stained teeth, the discolored fingers, the foul breath, and the odor of stale smoke on other people's clothing. Any more questions? Don't hesitate to write. Dick. 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 Also, I do like that she's never been drunk, divorced, or committed murder, but then she gets divorced like two years after this is printed. I have never smoked a cigarette, had a (laughs) gangbang... played with my nipples i have never wandered through central park at two in the morning looking for some strange sir i have never come across the rambles at 4 30 in the morning with a kilo of cocaine with my skirt down ready to be fucked <laughs> i have never jumped out of a plane with a man on my back then flipped myself over midair and straddled him while screaming "Osolomia!" <laughs> I have never been in the middle of Costa Rica doing ayahuasca with my sister, and then all of a sudden we start making out with each other, and we find out it's actually two redwoods. And then we threw up. (laughs) That's the way all my stories end. But I I have an opinion about it. (laughs) It's always about ayahuasca with us. I'm sort of obsessed with ayahuasca now, ever since watching that documentary. No, I'm going to send you to the place to try it, and then... You will come back and you will report back to us. I will just be like a cat vomiting. Wow. Wow. We have come. Is it already time or do we want we to talk come so anymore quickly. about this? I like that this guy, before we move on, calls sure. smoking refreshing. Refreshing. Have you ever seen someone smoke? Because it looks like they are about to put... Um, like a cactus, a cactus that's on fire in their mouth. They're always like, it's like it's so intense. They see you see all the muscles in their neck. It looks like they're just like they don't want it, but they're like they're like almost being like forcing oral sex because it's painful. There is a threshold. Like, this oh, is what... Yeah. what a great day. Their eyes are like no, no, it's fine. Squinting. They put us in a corner. They put all the smokers yeah. in a little corner yeah. far away from right the next front to the door. trash. Yeah, I'm so fucking glad love that it. I have this addiction. Yeah, it's 106 degrees outside. I've got a fucking flamethrower in my mouth. Yeah. I, well, the first time I ever smoked, I never inhaled anything, and I was like, "This isn't so bad." And then somebody was like, "You got to inhale." So 
painful yeah. for me. So painful that I never got over that threshold of being like, I don't get, I don't get the appeal. But how long did you smoke? 25, 35 years. I would not be surprised. No. With skin like that? No. I mean, it was like very intermittent. Bag. Like, it was not like... Do you still do it? Are you that person when you, when it, when you drink? No. We have those friends that are like... I mean, I on occasion, I I'll have, like, it'll be like six months and I'll have a cigarette. <gasps> Your husband is here to confirm that I just, you are currently lying. I just told you what I just fucking told Say you. Say it again. Sometimes I have like one and it's like every other couple months and does it's it feel not, good or does it feel painful do you feel like ass the next day i feel a little bit like i mean i'm kind of allergic to cigarette smoke but thank god we lean into the things that are the worst for us yes that's why I i'm married walked by <laughs> you keep yeah. leaning into him I'm oh, I'm, the car and go. oh i'm gonna keep leaning into you with my crispy oh kevin. god it always comes back now <laughs> crispy kevin there uh, was a guy that was walking in front of me the other day smoking and exhaling and i thought can we stop doing this now like if you want to smoke stop walking stay still yeah it's like following like a a choo-choo train it's like i don't (laughs) like i don't want to inhale and in this age of coronavirus isn't that dangerous am i I crazy i believe it is but like this needs to be the newest thing that's outlawed well i think what we've talked about this before if it is a, a like a it's in your lungs or what have you. Shouldn't you just not like do something to compromise it even further? To really just push it over the edge? Right. Uh, well, I'm sure that if you're a smoker and you're addicted to that, then you don't give a shit. I think they're just, they just don't give a shit. They're just dicks. It's like my grandmother was a multi-pack a day smoker and smoked through like the 60s when it was like, let's just throw some asbestos and rat turds in there. And yeah. it was like completely lawless. But it tastes good. I know, it tastes delicious, the rat turds. But that wasn't the thing that she died from ultimately. You know, there's there's no saying that just because you do, that's going to be the undoing of you. But you True. know so much now about what it has done. It's not the 60s. It's not Mad Men. You know, we know that it kills you, yet you just kind of do it anyway. And it's wicked expensive now. Now it's like you have to take a loan out. Now you need to cross state lines to try to get it on the cheap, or you just go to the airport to the duty-free. But isn't it like $10 or $15 a pack? Uh, yeah. That's it's like a cheaper. far cry from three twenty-five. Uh Yes. And the cigarette vending machines. Remember those? Yes. We've also mentioned that as well, and I love them so much. I love them. We should get a cigarette vending machine for the Maha. That's what this place is missing. Yes. Cigarettes on the go, baby. But then we can put, you know, chunkies in there. Of course. And watch Macaulets. Yeah. And like then watch Macaulets. Watch Macaulets. And then as they melt, as it, they just come out and they just get stuck. Yeah. And then Jim's got to clean the machine. No, and then he has to do the shake and the push. Mm. Is that what you call making love? Stop it! <laughs> Clear the slate right now because we're about to call my mother and it's her birthday. Right. So we have to be pure as the driven snow. And we need to ask her about, wait, what? Before I forget, we're, we're asking her about smoking, but we're also asking her about abduction. Abduction. Okay. And, uh, Would she hire somebody to right. abduct and me? Right, and banana-flavored lubricant. And Banana Republic. Right. Mm, okay. It's time, ba- ba- baby. Baby. <laughs> you all right? I'm having a day. It's the Krispy Kremes. <laughs> it's time! 
<gasps> it's time for the moth report. It's time to call my mother and sing happy birthday to her. It's also time to give her some Krispy Kremes from afar. Do you know I've looked into how to ship those to her? They don't ship. Ship it real good. Ship it. Ship it real good. I bet you if she had the money, she would totally have had me abducted when I was dating the goth guy. Hello. Oh. Hello. <laughs> what are you laughing about? It sounded like. Wait, Patty, do your do your, do your ship coming into the port? It sounded like you were on a tanker being pulled into port. I can't hear any of you people. Where the hell are you? Are you on a plane? We were out in the road here. We're gonna pull over. Why don't you call on your mother's phone? She got. We got that fixed. Oh, did you now? And oh, yeah, it was called the vibrator was on. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's a story in itself. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear about the vibrator being on. All right, you well, only, look, it's a little kinky, isn't it? <laughs> ah, oh, good Lord, she's yelling. Can, can I hear this? Hello? Can you hear me? No, it's me. Oh, I can hear this you. This is connected to his uh, ear yeah, things. I'm, I'm talking to you through my ear things. You know what? So your mother doesn't hear it. You know what? Oh, God. What? She can't hear us right now? No, no. Okay. You have to call her on your on her phone. Okay. Are we Sorry. Gonna... Okay, we're going to call you back on your phone, and I'm going to go call my therapist. We'll be back. You better call your therapist because it's getting better all the time. I'm talking to you through my I'm talking to you through my uh, hearing aid. <laughs> I don't even bother with the phone anymore. <laughs> we haven't even said a word. We don't even need to. All right, we're hanging up, but we're calling her back. All right, she's gonna she's gonna pull over, and you can give her a call. Okay, let's do that. All right, she's gonna call you in a second. Okay. She's gonna pull over with her vibrator really quickly. That I can hear through my ear. My he were talking to him through his hearing aid. And the thing was on vibrate. She's got her vibrator. It's her birthday. They're in a wind tunnel. The scene is set. This is the shittiest beginning of an improv ever. I need a place. I need a location and a wind relationship. Tunnel. I need a oh. prop. Can you hear me? Jesus. Oh my God. God. Yes. We are we having so many issues with <laughs> phones today. Uh, yeah, phones. Phones. That's the story. Uh, yes, Patty, yes, do you... I got a new one. You'll be happy to know, but it wasn't in stock. <laughs> I'll get it Monday or Tuesday. Oh, well, oh, congratulations. We're not on the new We're not on the new phone, clearly. No, we're talking through my father's hearing aid. <laughs> How about that? Huh? What the hell is the he phone. picking up on that thing? He's like, Russia's going to well, invade. I after, can... he, after he talked to you before, it came to our attention that I don't hear what's on his phone because of that. So then I got panicky, so I plugged my phone back in to try to get it charged up, and it's working. So we are good to go. Wow, this backstory. You're talking it through the house of the truck. <laughs> and the sun just came out, and the colors are beautiful. Your timing is great. I, I don't even know where we are anymore. I feel like we have done ayahuasca, Patty. I feel I high. So. I feel like I'm going to throw up. I don't. I have feelings. Left is right. Right is left. Cats and Down dogs living together. Um, just, just F. Oh, first of all, happy birthday. Happy 35th oh. birthday. Thank you, Patty. I love you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wish it was 35. Somebody told me to turn it around, make it 37. 
Oh, oh, because you're 73 today. How dare you? Yeah, so that might be good. This tells you where I'm at. I went to the doctor this week, and she said, how old is your mother? And I said, 78. So it's a lot. (laughs) But you look fantastic. But you look 73. You don't look a day over 73. I just want you to know, (laughs) Patty brought us treats today, and he had no idea what he was bringing us. He brought us fresh Krispy Kreme donuts. Get out of town. Oh, my God. That's like, I'd kill for one of those right now. She literally would do Do it. it. Kill. Find somebody. It's New Hampshire. You can find find a hitchhiker. Um, I really wish they did. But you know, uh, the the new one on 47th Street, the new Krispy Kreme that has the glazed waterfall, has officially opened. Now, there is no ah. we, like we've done some recon here. Patty's husband went in there, and apparently there is no glazed waterfall. That might have to do with coronavirus. Maybe they're just not releasing oh, it yet. Oh, okay, I get it. But there is a big spiral. What do you call it? Like conveyor belt. There's a conveyor belt for donuts. A conveyor belt for donuts. Remember when you could see the Cabbage Patch Kids being born in Macy's? Yes. This is it. It's this a, is a your this event. is your Cabbage yes, Patch. It's a blessed event. It's the bl- oh my god. <laughs> the birth of the Krispy Kremes. Yay! I think it happened on Blood your everywhere. birthday. Am I correct? Well, that that's apropos. It, it doesn't get any better than that. It's a great tribute. That's a nice present. Yes. Um, so oh we, my goodness. the theme this week is smoking. Yes. You, you were a did, smoker. I, I've, I've done it. Of course I have. You caught me doing it one time. You were underneath the window when I threw a cigarette out the window. <laughs> and you screamed, don't the let the pack fall it. out. <laughs> and I told Patty yes, about we all smoked. when Barry, um, when Barry gave me five bucks to buy Marlboro Reds for him. Different time. It was a different time. And my mother was a smoker. Everybody smoked. For years you were a smoker. And then I was... I think probably 10 years. What'd you smoke? And then I I smoked... I smoked Salem. I smoked menthol cigarettes. I think that's... It's hard hard to get started on it because it hurts to inhale. But the menthol didn't hurt First time's always hurt. Like everybody in school was doing it, you know? So I had to go along with the crowd like an idiot. So, uh, but anyway, after 10 years, I, g- I gave it up. So, <laughs> so I'm can technically still considered an ex-smoker. So, oh, Yes, for the rest of your life, you'll be an ex-disgusting smoker. I know. I know. I yeah. did get her to stop by crushing all of her cigarettes one day. Mm. Can you imagine? Yeah. It's like if I did that right now. I know. That's, that's burning so a lot of cash. I went from smoking to the Krispy Kremes <laughs> and Hagen does ice cream, so I'm not in much better shape now. So, I don't know. Yeah, she says Hagen does. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's Hagen does. Now we know where you, you get it. <laughs> so, Patty had a question for you because yeah. he watched Jonathan. the Paris Hilton documentary. Oh my God! <laughs> yes, Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton. Now and- there's somebody taking up space. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you ever thought of? When Erin was going through her wild phase when she was dating that goth guy and shaved half of her head and smoked clove <laughs> cigarettes, did you ever think about paying someone to abduct her to some sleepaway camp to shake all that crap out of her? 
and right yeah, the wrongs. Yeah, I like that idea. We should have done that. I, we I think so. She went through a few phases, but uh, you knocked it out of her. Mm. But, but her, well, you do get, you did go through a grunge phase. Yes, yeah. that's the what we're talking about. I went through the grunge phase. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everything was black and, and everything was big. The only good thing about it was that I was able to use those clothes about 20 years after you did. <laughs> I got the return on my investment. I was wearing your spandex. What were those? Uh, but she was wearing pants. she was wearing nine inch nails t shirts. Nice. <laughs> And so skins, then after her skins. after her grunge you did you grunged yeah all of a sudden I, my I mother's so like listening to pearl jam and watching singles yeah. and yeah I, I had i had your old sneakers i had everything because you once Doc you got Martin. sick of everything you just left them all behind and i had this like and i've even done it to, to alan and megan when they give us a bunch of clothes to take to the goodwill i always look through there first to see if there's anything i want and then, These are perfectly so, good Dr. Scholl's. Yes. She I starts arguing have, with her parents. I still have a pair of Doc Martens. I knew it. I, I, I'm going to walk in and be like, I didn't know you liked Slipknot. Huh. <laughs> when, did you, when did you see Alice in Chains? Why did you see Hole? <laughs> you went to a helmet concert? Is that Faith No More? Yeah. What? Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> Name a song. I used to have Skids pants, too, and she wore the Skids. I'm about to do that too. That was when I lost a lot of. Yeah. Uh, are you doing I anything? Still, I wear your Doc. I wear your Doc Martens in the winter. It's uh, time to bring them out of the closet. Yeah. Are they gonna be what? Thirty years old, right? You are so Eddie Vedder, Foo Fighters. You're so man. hardcore. I, I thank you. I think. I don't. Is that a compliment or not? I think so. No. Well, listen, Trent Reznor. What are you doing for your birthday? Well, actually, we're on a. We just. just decided alan invited me to brunch on monday so i said oh let's go and see if we can check things out up north and so we decided to come up today and go back tomorrow it's gonna be a beautiful weekend so oh, i said well, let's go well it's I my birthday let's go it is your birthday and in honor of your birthday we salute you by eating crispy creams Oh. I'm sorry, I'm not saving you any. These things are crack, and I I totally understand you for the first time ever. So I can't wait to be in rehab with you. Well, you know, thanks to Nancy, I have two bags of malted milk balls for the oh, ride. She's a simple so girl. There. Because she yes. punctuated balls. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Patty has to make some malted milk balls of his own. So we gotta run. Okay. Um, I can well, see that he's crowning. So. <laughs> So I'm going to wish you the happiest birthday. Happy you drive birthday. safe, careful, you, everybody. and take what your vibrator off. I, I will. I was so embarrassed when the guy told me. I said, me too. Buzzing all morning. Oh, God. <laughs> Must be something else in my purse. <laughs> well, right. you have, have a, a nice weekend. Thank you very you much. Too. Nice talking to you, Patty. Nice talking to you, too. Jim. Happy birthday. Bye, Love you, guys. Bye. Bye. you. I don't, I'm so sorry. That was the most intense moth report I feel like we've had. I think that's the most revealing. That's the gorilla moth report. Yeah. On the scene. That was one of the first times the, re, uh, the listeners uh, heard the D. Yeah. Yeah, he's, well, he shows up every now and then, but usually. Our vibrator's way- on. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? I didn't know it could get any better than the moth report. 
we have taken the moth report to the next level. It's called the accidental moth report. <laughs> the unintentional moth <laughs> report. The we've said too much report. If you if you like the moth report, you'll love the Foth report. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move it along so we can just... Ah. One Instagram male question. Well, that's good. So um, let's sing the song and then let the people know where they can write to us. Okay. Wait, let me warm it up. Instagram male, Instagram male. Your mom's got a vibrator and that's really cool. She's going to talk about it while she smokes and listens to Nine Inch Nails and hates her folks. You don't understand me, man. Mom, do you know what the lyrics are? Fuck me like an animal? She's like, get out of my room. Shut up. Close the fucking door. God. You don't get me. Yeah, why don't you fucking turn that TV down? What? I'm going to go hang out with Brian Omular in Harvard Square. Yes, that was the name of him. I'm outing him right now. All right. This week, like all weeks, you can write to us on the Instagrams at DearPodOfficial if you have any advice questions that you may want aired. Please air your private bits and pieces with us while we attempt to answer them in the style of Ad Landers and Dear Abois. You don't even have to clean them. Oh, sweet mystery of life, at last I read this. Do you want to do it the honor? Yes, I shall. Yes. So, in cahoots with our smoking topic, here's our one and only question. All right. Dear Pot, my husband smokes about a pack of cigarettes a day. Not only is it terrible for his health, his habit is going to send us into debt. He's tried to quit so many times, but it only lasts for a month or two. A friend told us about hypnosis. Is that a real option? Do you know anything about it? If this treatment really works, signed, smoked out. My mother was hypnotized. (laughs) I bet she was. (laughs) I think it took. Yeah, I'll say. For something different. Especially with that No, she was hypnotized for smoking. And then she stopped smoking after that. So there's something to it. But go right ahead. Tell me what you think. Dear Smoked Out. I had a friend who went to one of those hypnosis quacks for nail biting. After a handful of sessions, she said she didn't notice anything and her nails still looked terrible. The funny thing is, though, that anytime she hears a doorbell ring, she does a Yosemite Sam impression from the Warner Brothers cartoon. <laughs> Sadly, she doesn't know she doesn't know this and will have to go back to get that worked out. My only fear is that she'll come back as the Tasmanian devil. Smoking isn't what it used to be. Glamorous women puffing on their Paul Malls, James Dean taking a drag, leaning on his Corvette. It was all a ruse. This is nor was a glamorous side to smoking unless you have an ICU fetish and love funerals, which I guess explains Tim Burton and Helena Bonham Carter. Maybe lead your fellow through the cancer ward at your local hospital and watch all those used, all those patients who used to smoke gasp for air. Ask if being cool and glamorous was all that it was cracked up to be. And when they're done throwing their full bedpan at you, I'm sure they'd say something like, don't be a jackass, dingo dung, and knock that crap off before you end up with your lungs in a jar. When I was a kid, cigarettes were relatively cheap. Now they're the price of a studio apartment in Murray Hill. Grab all your receipts together and tally that mess up. If you don't die from lung cancer, you might die from sticker shock. Abby. Nice, nice. Helena Bonham Carter and Tim Burton. Can you imagine that house? Can you imagine that Christmas? It no. What Christmas? 
It was the night before. Nightmare. Uh, oh. oh. Um, that, I think that place would be awesome to hang out in. Helena Bonham Carter's house? Yeah. I still would take that dinner over the dinner with Claire Danes. <laughs> I definitely would. I definitely don't want to be like, I definitely don't want to have dinner with Claire Danes. Some just chicken organic. Does anyone want to pass the potatoes? <laughs> I can't believe you'd ask something like that. Like, what is this about? And then she starts that silent cry. And then Tim Burton's reading a book behind the, sh- the drapes in the corner. You guys want to keep it down? <laughs> the scene is set. It's the improv. Tim Burton and Helena Bonham Carter having dinner. They invite Claire Danes over. I need one prop in one location. Go. Then someone in the audience is like, but why is Claire Danes at their house? You've ruined it. Say yes to the improv. You say yes. <laughs> Never say no. Oh, Everyone speak- tries to invite her over just to figure it out. <laughs> It's like a fucking Rubik's Cube. Speaking of Rubik's Cubes, uh, I had no transition for that. That's fine. Other than that, I have an answer to this question. As am. Dear Smoked, look into my eyes. Listen to my voice. Go to patreon.com slash dearpodofficial and subscribe. As far as your hubby's problem, sure. Why the hell not? You tried everything else. Researchers are split on whether or not hypnosis is actually effective. I, for one, am a believer. My Jules once got hypnotized at a variety show in the Poconos. He took off his pants and said he was Boutros Boutros Golly. The effects lasted for two weeks. Aside from pantslessness and debating Rwandan genocide over... Are you shitting yourself? I can't. can't. You're making me shit myself. You make me so Sorry. nervous that I I expect it's going to be like the ink, the ink cartridge in the the, the money like that you get that gets what? stolen from a bank. I feel like you're going to stand up and you're going to go ah, <laughs> and it's just going to be blood. All oh. right, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. All I right, just need to stretch um, my whole. How do I go back from this? I don't know. Boutros, Boutros, golly. <laughs> There we go. The effects lasted for two weeks. Aside from the pantslessness and debating Rwandan genocide over coffee, it wasn't so bad. It was refreshing to be married to an Egyptian man for a hot second. <laughs> when it comes to quitting smoking, I feel like there's no magic bullet. Grab some patches, get some gum, consult a doctor, and send him to a hypnotist. Just make sure they are licensed, trained, and credentialed. Don't grab them from the bar mitzvah circuit. But hey, if the unintended side effects of quitting smoking is that he thinks he's Secretary General of the United Nations, so be it. Now, when I count back from three, you will be a Patreon subscriber. Three, two, one. And. Thank you. I think at least we got one more. I think so. I, I Fingers crossed. Inside. And to the left. And now, that brings us to our final. I'm very excited about this week's specialty cocktail because we're doing something very bizarre that might result in us burning down the pineapple ranch. But I'm down to try it because the theme is smoking and I'm in. Okay, here we go. So, it's It's time for... Specialty cocktail, specialty drink. I'm, I'm gonna bear this down. cocktail out, <laughs> out of my e. Boutros, Boutros, golly. In a glass. Oh, sweet crispy cream of life, at last I found you. 
<laughs> so this week's specialty cocktail is very special. It's the smoking old fashioned, kind of sort of made up by cigar puffing James Jules Ferris. He's a cigar man. I hate it. He turns into a different person. I call him Cigar Jim. I can't take it. So now this should be easy enough for you to create at home because here are the ingredients. Gasoline. A few wood pellets from an outdoor smoker. What? One sugar cube, three dashes of Angostura bitters, two dashes, oh sorry, two dashes of Angostura bitters, two dashes orange bitters, two ounces of rye. Now, oh, get ready for this kind of chemistry. Just squat into it, ready? On a piece of tin foil, on a non-flammable surface, light wood pellets until they catch a flame, let them burn for a minute, then blow flame out. Is this at Whitney Houston's house? <laughs> <laughs> then pass your crack to the left. Immediately cover with mason jar to collect smoke. While that is happening, you'll make the drink, okay? So in a mixing glass, you crush slash muddle the sugar cube with bitters until it makes a sandy paste. Add rye and ice. Stir with a cocktail spoon for 30 seconds. Strain into a smoke-filled mason jar and quickly cover with lid. Christ, do you have to be a witch to create this stuff? Go find the semen of a righteous man. Now, Found let it, it sit in the jar for two minutes. Lightly shake it around a little. In a rocks glass, with one big cube, pour the drink in and garnish with an orange peel and a boozy cherry. So here's the tasting notes from Jules. You get bored in a pandemic and have to be creative sometimes. I really don't know if this technique works well, but there was no way I was going to go out and buy a cocktail smoking set for 85 bucks when I coincidentally have a friend's pellet smoker on my back deck. So, free tiny wood for the win. Tiny wood? Wow. Wow, okay. we have a theme going here. I've met him. If you like it old-fashioned, you'll definitely appreciate this little mixology millennial douchey twist on this drink. The fun is in getting to burn things while making this cocktail. And really, when can you say that in life without putting someone without someone putting you in a padded room for a while? It's true. When do you get to burn things and then drink them? So that is the smoking old-fashioned. All right, here we go. That was quite an elaborate process. Um, we oh. we found the semen of a righteous man. We killed a virgin on um, a high moon, blood moon. Ooh. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> word choice again. High moon, blood moon. That's for you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to stage Blood Moon McGuire. <laughs> welcome to, to Patrick's Blood Moon. Cheers to you and the smoking old fashioned. It smells delightful. Yeah, I can. Am I crazy, or is that the rye? I I swear to God, there's the smoke beginning. in my nose after the fact. Are you not an old-fashioned drinker? No. Usually I'm but I not, but it. I enjoy this. I've been... No, that's tasty. I though. swear to God, when if you give it a second and it scrolls through, as you talk and live your life, you can taste the smoke coming through your mouth and out your nose. And that's the kind of... <laughs> I need I need my nerve tonic. I need something to calm my nerves. This brings me right back to my days in Harvard Square, wearing my nine inch nails shirt, hanging out with my slipknot boyfriend. I smell it. Do you smell it before it goes in? <laughs> so 
Everything I say is on Why top. did we have to follow your Slipknot boyfriend with Smella before it goes in? <laughs> I'm yeah. sure he did. No, he smelled like patchouli. Aaron, it smells like clothes down here. I'm going to put I, it I in. I'll have some Marlboro Reds and some cloves. Make it quick. Give me some razzles. Stat. Don't look at me. I want some nerds and I want some capris. 